Eric Garner. John Crawford. Michael Brown. Azelle Ford. Dante Parker. Michelle Cossacks. Laquan McDonald. George Mann. Tanisha Anderson. Akai Gurley. Tamir Rice. Rumaine Brisbane. Jeremy Reed. Matthew Ajabade. Frank Smart. Natasha McKenna. Tony Robinson. Anthony Hill. Maya Hall. Philip White. Eric Harris. Walter Scott. William Chapman II. Alexia Kristen. Brendan Glenn. Victor Manuel LaRosa. Jonathan Sanders. Freddy Blue. Joseph Mann. Salvador Ellswood. Sandra Bland. Albert Joseph Davis. Darius Stewart. Billy Ray Davis. Samuel DuBose. Michael Sabby. Ryan Keith Day. Christian Taylor. Troy Robinson. Assam's Pharaoh Manley. Felix Kumi. Keith Harrison McLeod. Junior Prosper. Lamentez Jones. Patterson Brown. Dominic Hutchinson. Anthony Ashford. Alonzo Smith. Tyree Crawford. India Kager. Levant Biggs. Michael Lee Marshall. Jamar Clark. Richard Perkins. Nathaniel Harris Pickett. Benny Lee Tignor. Miguel Espinal. Michael Noel. Kevin Matthews. Betty Jones. Quintonio Legreer. Keith Childress Jr. Janet Wilson. Randy Nelson. Anthony Scott. Wendell Celestine. David Joseph. Colleen Rogmore. Dijon Perkins. Christopher Davis. Marco Loud. Peter Gaines. Tori Robinson. Darius Robinson. Kevin Hicks. Mary Truxillo. Demarcus Seamer. Willie Tillman. Terrell Thomas. Seville Smith. Alton Sterling. Philando Castell. Terrence Crutcher. Paul O'Neill. Alteria Woods. Jordan Edwards. Aaron Bailey. Ronell Foster. Stephen Clark. Antoine Rose the second. Botham Jean. Pamela Turner. Dominique Clayton. Atatiana Jefferson. Christopher Whitfield. 
Christopher McCorvey. Eric Reason. Michael Lorenzo Dean. Brianna Taylor. George, George Floyd. Floyd. We might not have gotten all those names right, but I think that's just a testament to how long this list is. Um, in case you were wondering, I'm sure you got the gist, considering when this podcast episode is coming out and what's happening in the country, and that this is a list of men and women um, that have become victims of police brutality. Yes. And so um, with this very important date stamp of 1st of June uh, 2020, uh, we want to, of course, uh, focus on what is happening um, and be open and real about uh, the scenarios, uh, what, what information I know about um, these scenarios and the solidarity in which um, I know I can enact uh, from my position. And yeah. so uh, I just want to put out there that I'm very, I, I have so much love and, and wish so much power and, uh, and empowerment to the movement in which I show solidarity for Black Lives Matter and um, for the end of the militar uh, militarization of the police, especially against folks of color. I'm really glad that we're having this conversation, not just on this podcast, but here as a nation, because I feel like for those that do not experience systemic racism on the daily, it's kind of hard to wrap your head around it, uh, why yeah. it exists. I remember I was having a conversation with someone online telling them sort of the systemic his, his, the systemic racism that has existed within the police force as the police force was sort of created to police slaves. And that was part of its creation um, because they were talking about how, you know, just because you're a police doesn't mean that you're racist, which I don't necessarily disagree with, but certainly you can have an organization that is racist because it is the nature of its creation and the nature of how it has developed in a society, um, and it can be racist completely separate um, from the people that are part of the organization. Right. So uh, it's right. a really hard conversation to have, but I'm I'm really happy that we're having a conversation today, and my heart yes. bleeds for this for this country and what's happening right now. Um, but in so many ways, I'm really happy. Well, happy is a weird word to use, but I'm. Uh, I, I, grateful, see, I see. Grateful I, I see, to be able to. Um, I see the outrage, and yeah. I see that that people are going to the streets, and they're causing damage, and they are. It, this is a byproduct of a movement. This is a byproduct of things not happening and change not occurring, and yeah. rights or wrongs not being righted for too long. Yeah. And I'm glad that this, the, the straw finally broke the camel's back, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. This is a scenario that um, lies latent in our siblings uh, of color who do not uh, receive 
uh, either justice or a fair shot systemically as a yeah. historian too many too many things have all, too many records too many stories have been lost amongst the stories that haven't been lost of murder lynching abuse um and for me it's just it it it's time for us to really have the deeper conversations about um racism about white supremacy which um as white as a white person I understand that there's ways that there's cowardice, there's hiding behind things, there's being safe, and that safety is something that that our our siblings of color do do not get. Yeah, in their lives, and um, it it's so difficult so difficult to know that I stand and live and love with with my siblings and lovers and. Uh, community of color in the queer community but that we are at a point i wanted to put a date stamp on this because we are going into pride month yeah but i stand by that if if some of these hoes think they're just going to ignore this on top of quarantine and make it a selfish celebration of their privilege that's pride not one, that's pride not the tea this the that's not the tea this year or any year forthcoming darlings that yeah. is not that is not that is not going with me so i i would like to put out a communicative and interactive um uh, uh challenge or a um a community uh call that we um bring the stories of queer people of color and uplift the uh, those folks and their hardships and their triumphs because as much as there's yeah. so much uh, chaos going on, I support the chaos because it's a reorientation process. It's a reorientation that, that black lives matter, people of color's lives matter from that beautiful, those beautiful babies being born in the hospital in the hospitals to the great wisdom of the elders that are, that are even more being, being um, shut away or, or, or not treated well because simply they aren't white. So I just want to put that community uh, project out there. Feel free to DM me. Um, I want to talk uh, the history of people of color and, of course, queer people of color here mm -hmm. at a Fairly Queer podcast. So that's just what I want to put out there as part of my solidarity and standing uh, with folks of color in this time where they deservedly um, are doing everything to show that their lives matter, that they have um, they have an important and most needed perspective um, amongst all the bullshit that's happening in this country and around the world. No, it's perfectly well put. I think that with everything that's happening, there is a certain sector of the population who I am going to call privileged Democrats uh, or privileged liberals, whatever you want to call them. These are a sector of people that do exist that I don't think can particularly understand. Like, there's a certain part of society that's like, well, this is terrible. Oh, I feel for you. But really, they just want things to go back to normal. 
So when they see uh-huh. these riots, when they see these things burning down, when they see all this unrest, they yeah, say... fucking white people scared. Yeah, they Still say, white well, people scared. I mean, it's, I believe, peaceful protest, but oh my God, like rioting and all this stuff is so horrible. It's like, right. the point is, is that things should not go back to the way they were. Right. Uh, status quo is is not... Is a disease. Is a disease. Is a disease for and anyone who doesn't, who who isn't benefiting from it. Precisely. So I am. It's good to see, and I'm hoping that this is the straw that broke the camel's back, and seeing all of this unrest can be a catalyst for real reform. Because for too long, even if you could be sympathetic, you really were being apathetic. Not you, Jeremy, but. People were really right. being apathetic. Folks, they could say, oh, yeah. okay, this is terrible. But really, like, it wasn't affecting them in a way that was tangible. Yeah. So yeah. it was easy to just sort of accept that things were the way they were. And hopefully they would change with time. But yeah. that's not good enough anymore now, is it? And it's never been no. good enough. No. And the importance of finding the solidarity through the intersectionality. And it's a, and it's a very... It feels like an academic word, but if it's just it's just where the lines of solidarity cross for working class people, for working families, for people who the system does not serve. And even if it is serving us, we have a directive right now from our siblings of color and the oppressed and the suppressed to provide what we can at this time. So if I can help anyone redirect them, there's a lot of stuff out there on the socials right now for for the jail bailout funds for protest yeah. for protesters, for the funerals of these uh, the families of these folks who are suffering the loss of their family members and their beloveds. You know, like it's a it's an a, it's an important time to go to to start within and then act and then act where we can. Um, I love, I love a really hard, it was a hard book for me to read, but um, because it's very much a combination of spirituality and activism. Um, But uh, Native American author, Jamie Sam says, responsibility doesn't have to be something overwhelming. It's doing, it's the circle of, it's the circle of effect. It's knowing where one can respond, just the ability to respond. How can we respond? If your sisters and your siblings of, of color need something from you, let's fucking give it to them. Yeah. And then add an extra 10, 25, 50% from what the, for what they're asking. I mean, I this, is a deep, this is a deep dive. When we're talking systemic. There's a perception by a lot of people like that, I I fully support the movement of do no harm. Like that's one of the reasons why I'm a vegetarian. But, uh, although that's that's great. Uh, it you should never forget that regardless of how you are participating in the harm of other people of other creatures, we as a society have systemic problems that do harm and sweeping those under the rug just because they make you uncomfortable is no good. So yeah, we need to find ways to correct injustices that are perpetuated not by individuals, but as, but by, by society. Right. There is a deep, there's a deep cauldron brew of, of healing and remedy and, and uh, reparations 
and uh, it's unique it's unique to each community but the big thing is especially for white folks and privileged folks it's time to shut our mouths and listen yeah it's when we do open our mouths it needs to be in support and um i think that's just one of the biggest things for me is as a history lover and especially as someone who knows that history is told by winners by supremacists by people who want to teach fairy tale bullshit history in schools that like the time the time while we're still in in quarantine plus plus civil uh just civil unrest is to do the research read a tony morrison novel Read novels by people of color. Support and hit support the streets too. The hit the perspectives and 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 persons of color who are historians who are telling the stories who have been passed down what happened to their ancestors for generations. You know, it's time. Like this to me, this is a June is a second of uh, folks of history month. Mm-hmm. We, we, you know, when I uh, went to an information meeting for what's um, search S U R J, um, which is for um, primarily for for non folks of color to um, they are a group that um, is in touch with activists and racial justice groups. But right. the call is that no, there the when folks of color are on the streets making their their points and their cries be heard. We need to do the research on our own. We need to do the work on our own. Well, There's also, of information we to, out we there. To, we need to inject ourselves within that as well, not as uh, not 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 in like a gentrification way, but right. in a way of like, okay, so you can't empathize with the struggle that a black person in this country goes through daily. Well. It's possibly because you are in a bubble and that doesn't mean that you're doing that on purpose. It just means that right. that's sort of how society is, uh, is, is, is manufactured to right. keep people in these bubbles or in these ghettos, right. these different communities and environments. Right. So, it's a bubble of yeah. privilege, but it's gotta, also the bubbles of oppression. You got to get out there. You got to, you got to, you got to see what it's, what it's like. You got to talk to people and, well, in in this circumstance, when I, I said hit the streets before, like, yeah, go out there, support your black brethren in their in their fight. Um, it it is it is important to to do that because you're like I remember I saw this image which was I think it was in Louisville and it was like this line of white people protecting black protesters and I'm like that's yeah. fucking brilliant. Use your yes. white privilege in a way yeah. that is, has utility in this movement. That's awesome. Right, right, and and just the fact that those, some of those folks um, are from uh, showing up for racial justice. That's what search is. S U R J. It's um, uh, a a really great a really great group that was very informative. And of course, part of what I'm saying is relaying these these information uh, sessions and these um, activate sessions so um of course i don't want to belabor belabor the points but this is definitely um the moment where if anyone is needing help and there's something i can do i am put going on record let me know how i can help i am happy to do what i can 
Um, I, I am happy to collaborate and provide anything from deep research for anyone who needs it to um, uh, if anyone's willing to, to pick me up in quarantine and take me to a protest, I will hold your hand also, and I will be there. That being said, if um, there is any organizers out there that listen to our podcast and would like to come on to put out the, the call to action, Please yep. let us know. Yep. Um, we want to give you guys a visibility in any way we can. Yes. So. An audibility in any way we can. Please, if you are someone we know and you've been to the protests and you've got um, on the ground action this month, this month and forward is devoted to you. Yes. Um, so um, I'm looking forward to, to, um, hearing about the power and this solidarity and the um the truth of what's of what's going on so, so with that being said i'm curious this is the the uh, section of the podcast where i ask you a bunch of questions and you give me your hot take if that's okay um yeah sure sam let's I'm, do it i'm interested because you know you're you're you love history and i do i feel like you sort of have a little bit of like anthropological sociological uh knowledge so i'm curious to get your hot take on like because it seems like it was sort of the perfect storm with quarantine mm -hmm. um getting people kind of you know riled up to go out and do something and then this horrible murder um Oh, right. Everyone's stuck in their homes while... Yeah, I just while, feel like it was almost innocent women of color are getting bullets shot through their homes. Like, so, I um, so I want to break it down into generational chunks. And what Sam, uh, what, what Sam and I have talked about historically is accurate. We're just going to start with the, um, the, the, uh, the inhuman abuse of people being taken out of their out of their indigenous lands, let alone uh, people being killed, murdered, raped, and massacred on their own lands as part of the colonial and the imperial process, right? And then you have laws created by which the classes and the case and the color of a of the skin um, denote a patriarchal hierarchy of um, actual monetary worth this is the truth of slavery you can you go into the records the business records of an english uh, colonial group of a dutch or french or whatever you know you want to talk you want to talk about you want to talk about about these things i'm happy to have my south african friends come on and talk about the dutch and the english in the south of africa the english throughout africa read up on imperialist history now in the states of course um the as sam was saying the the big uh, the big trunk of this systemic uh, uh uh murder and abuse and the shutting up of uh non-white folks really had to be systemized after the civil war yeah and um, with each war came more technology. Now, this isn't conspiracy. War is a time where people's rights are being clamped on while the military and the defense and scientists are looking for the newest technologies yeah. for both defense and offense. Usually there's so huge let us technological be booms after war. That is just yeah. 
Like, that, that's not that even debatable. That's just what happens. will be used on anyone who decides they want to fight against against the um, the institution of the nation state. So, this is something. This is something that's fairly well documented. After each war, there there's information about the terrible massacres and raids that happened in black communities in America. Jim Crow lynchings. Right. Oh, and uh, let alone the systematic um, slave labor of 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 uh, far Asian Americans in order to build the railroads in the mm -hmm. states and to build up the West. Um, and of course, the South and the colonialist project of revolutionary 18th century America could not have happened without the labor of Africans and uh, African-Americans who uh, were abused, murdered, raped, and massacred. Um, and I don't think I really need to go on. I mean, there, there's a, there is, there is um, a sickness in imperialism by which they take people away from their native lands to a foreign place where they don't know, and those are the slaves. Right, and then there's the local, and then there's the locals, the indigenous, who they have to fight, give disease, uh, throw disease blankets on, and continue to um, desecrate, in order for them to take their land. It's the oldest trick in the book, really, uh, especially with civilizations that are trying to rapidly evolve, not evolve, but rapidly, you know, gain new technology. Consume, rapidly consume, consume and take exactly. Over. You pick a you pick a group that can be easily demonized. It's much easier to demonize something that you can see rather than an idea or a structure, and you roll with it. We see it all throughout history. Yeah. Take a, I mean, take a, take a good swig of the Roman Empire. It was mm -hmm. highly multicultural. Um, they... They knew, I mean, the Silk Road to a certain extent was begun to be built uh, 2,000 years ago. But of course, the slaves of the Roman Empire came from all, all over these different continents as well. If they caught you in battle, you became a slave, right? If you, the slaves are tokens of someone's brute, of, or of an institution and the, the people who keep that institution of imperialism and human subjugation. And when we're talking about um, when we're talking about the history of racism and how it systemically affects us today, I just it's always baffles me how people can become so argumentative about whether or not it is real, about whether or not these things really do affect all of us and the way in which we view and interact with our ethnically diverse neighbors or yeah. d diverse in color yes. uh, because we have such a long history of racism and um and a genocide with the native americans yes. how do you, like i there's just no way that that could be broken so quickly without really putting in the work right um, and that's you know what i really feel like needs to be done is we just aren't putting in the work we're not checking ourselves enough as a society as individuals and really looking into ourselves and into our society and saying okay what are we doing that is that is possibly unintentionally and sometimes probably intentionally racist yeah yeah i mean it it is it is the it is 
the the layers and the bubbles of ignorance mm-hmm. uh, for white people and uh, those who sympathize and work for and are silent as part of the system. Yeah. It is um, the uh, unnecessary defensiveness just because it's 2020 and and you you we've got this and that the other doesn't mean that um, we don't have weird epigenetic reactions, right? Ancestral yeah. reactions to by white people against non-white people because the shit's in there. Our DNA knows what some of our ancestors did to folks of color. So the the healing and the the service to folks of color is, is the time is now and the the stakes are high. So they see they see us and um I uh I I stand in humility. So or I I sit in humility for what they stand for. Really. If we if we may, let's pivot for a bit because I yeah. I would love for some of the time that we have today to talk about the coverage of the uh, marches and the riots. Oh yeah, and oh, yeah. because we are seeing a lot of really interesting behavior, we're seeing uh, people that are possibly agent provocateurs. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would love to get like some standouts in terms of the things that have become mimetic online yeah. within the current events. So anything yeah. that you've seen in particular that like really stands out as being like, holy shit, or like very suspicious or anything, anything like that, anything that just pops into your mind? Well, it's the fact that we have to be very conscious that when these movements rise up, um, there are there are bad apples. <clears throat> there 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 are those who are there to undermine and sabotage peaceful protests. There are white supremacists lurking. There are those in collusion with uh, the police and the systemic oppressors. And um, I I for my for my solidarity, I don't trust what the fucking mainstream media mm. is putting out. I trust when. When an African American anchorman <laughs> says "fuck this shit," pulls uh, pulls the uh, pulls the you know pulls his mic off and says, "This is bullshit." That's the movement. That is solidarity. Did you see that, the that cha- CNN oh, crew I, I, I though just... get arrested live uh-huh. on air? It was right. crazy. African American CNN news. Like anchor. what kind of nineteen eighty? It was not. Is that book nineteen eighty? Oh, it was nineteen sixties, nineteen forties, and beyond. Bullshit. What the hell is going on here? What kind of dystopian hell are we living in? Well, the the one that's been un the one that's been under the one that black people have been living in forever, every yeah, day for generations, for hundreds of years. Right, that's that's the reality. Mm-hmm. So, um, I I just want to put out as a force of solidarity and power that we know that there's a force that wants to sabotage, um, peaceful protest by um. By doing looting, that has nothing to do with it. I just saw the the leader of the Black Lives Matter, uh, Utah and Salt Lake, have to call out this like you bullshit white people looting and thinking you're doing. No, that's undermining and sabotaging. When I get 
down when she literally she said, "When I get back to Salt Lake City, you better watch out." I'm like, "Yes, yes, ma'am, yes, goddess." I, mean, I don't like. Ooh. Obviously, we're gonna talk about it because it's it's topical and it's important uh, for the podcast sake. But like in like the grand scheme of things, I hate addressing the looting because. I just don't want that to be the headline. Like it's a complete, oh, right. it's a complete red herring. Like the point is, is that police have been murdering black people uh, in police cold blood be, uh, for like ever, been, and it's right. not being addressed. Like yeah. looting, whatever. Like let's 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 talk about like like the issue at hand, which is that these are byproducts of a much greater problem. Now, and I there. Are, one of the, I think, one of the most consistent uh, collections of wisdom I've been getting um, online are the quotes of James Baldwin, who, who every time there's uh, there's uh, a question about rioting, looting, which, and we'll, to get to the point, is just making our our protesters and our siblings of color out to be um, violent again, which just strikes the white fear. And what it is, is that, and there's the simplest math is that black lives matter. Why are, why are people getting off focus by looking at things, things, capitalism, consumable things? Mm -hmm. Sorry folks, but the, uh, but the, the looting is a way for, it's for them to um, express their pain and their age and their violence. Yes. And exactly. I support, and I support that. Don't we are not in any position to to judge anyone about the nature of their tactics. If they do no harm to human beings, I I'm standing in solidarity. One of my and very have, good and, friends, and it's defense, defense of their lives, and defense. One of so my I very don't hear no white people bullshit. My very good friend says a line. Sorry, real quick just before I forget, and it's just so perfect to talk about like this, is that like, firemen, they protect people from their environment. Cops mm. protect the environment from the people. It's like, why are we concentrating on, like, destruction of property? Okay, bad, I get it. Uh, how about the destruction of, like, people's lives Human by life. asphyxiation, you know? It just yeah. feels like apples and oranges here. If, you know, and if we're talking about, like, a few bad apples, oh, my God, a few bad apples are overshadowing. Programming. The, well, let's this talk about is, a few bad apples. Yeah. If you're going to let an, a few bad apples in a movement overshadow the general focus of it, which is police brutality, then shouldn't a few bad apples in the police department, if that's what you're suggesting is happening, overshadow the, quote, unquote, good cops? It's like, this is a big issue, and... I feel like people are just jumping through flaming hoops to dismiss it. Yeah. Yeah. So be very aware. It's time for us to be very aware of the of the manipulation of our senses and of our perspectives to believe that um, systemic uh, systemic violence is called anything else but what it is systemic racialized class violence to keep people suppressed yes <sighs> well sam i i mean my name? we're two we're we're two white male 
able-bodied people. I know. I wish we got Joe. So I, I just want to. <laughs> yeah, this is this is this Joe, is not ahead. our event. This is, but this is. Um, well, it's important to, though. To... I I really didn't want us because as guys probably might have known i've been dealing with some family stuff recently so i sort of put a little hiatus on the podcast but i yeah. was like no i need to put something out like now because i didn't want our silence to be to be noticed like i didn't yeah. or rather i didn't want it people to assume that we were being silent for any reason other than you yeah. know it's been dealing with some some bullshit going on and it's so important like there are greater things that someone can do than just like make a Facebook post. Of course, it's like the bare minimum. Uh, I would love if people got out on the street, support their brethren. Um, uh, yeah, I want to. The worst thing that you can do is be silent. Yeah, I want to post, folks. I want to post, folks. Um, inspiring and empowering protest pictures and photos. I am. Um, I do not stand for reposting violence upon my siblings of color so um i would rather if something um if something violent has happened to any of my siblings of color i would rather them come on at the podcast or i will simply create a recording as an archive and a record of the violence and the need for justice for my siblings of color so um i think maybe that's that's about it, Sam. Do you have yeah. any any final uh, uh, calls or um, em empowerments and upliftments to our siblings um, of I color as they well, put their lives in danger so. as they do every day? I I feel like what's going on is so important right now. Um, I have some experience in activism, and I know that it can be absolutely emotionally and physically exhausting. Um, and I do. I'm going to try to hit the streets at some point. Unfortunately. Saturday for reasons I was not able to um, attend the march in my area but I'm definitely gonna try to catch the next one um, but for anyone that is marching is getting to the streets is being involved in activism just know that you are so important to what's going on right now uh, there's power in numbers and just stay strong and uh, look towards your organizers they know what they're doing and uh, they will help guide you um, in all of the trials and tribulations of being an activist and uh, marching the streets, because it can be, it truly can be dangerous sometimes. Um, but I don't want that to scare people away from uh, doing what needs to be done. Um, and yeah, like I said, uh, organizers out there, they've been doing this for a minute, and they, I although I, I, I will say I don't know any of the Black Lives Matters organizers personally, I trust that with such a powerful and widespread movement, they, they will give good guidance. So. Absolutely. And then last reiteration, please send, um, your, send your perspectives. You can DM me, you can DM, um, Sam. And in due time, I'm, I am. We also happy. have our email, of course, a fairly yes. queer podcast spelled with an a and an E instead of mm, a fay yeah. really queer podcast podcast. Um, so send yeah, them there but, too if you have a more long, uh, a long form email that you'd like to send. Yeah. Um, and I am happy to um record our record our skypes from folks on the ground. Uh, I I would love 
any organizers and um, uh, uh, historians and and local and other leaders of this movement to have a free and open um, platform here. Yeah. So we love you. We love you all of our strong, empowered, magical uh, siblings of color who are standing in their power and their divine right to ask for human sovereignty and the right to live without the the dark talents of oppression and systemic murder, rape, massacre, and injustice upon them. Yes, definitely. Um, so thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Um, for all of our black brothers and sisters, we see you. We yes. stand in power with you. Yes. And to George Floyd, rest in power. Rest and in power to I, everyone and all yeah, and through all the generations. Exactly. Thank you. Yes. We'll talk to you soon. All right, everyone, be well, be safe, be strong, be mighty. Bye.